Hashem, we started last year Chabura that I wanted to call Chabura of Yosef HaTzadik that are working together with each other, with our families, with our children, our boys to somehow bring ourselves and them closer to that ideal the avoid of Yosef HaTzadik and to stop hiding and running away from a big part of Torah. This Avod is a tremendous part of Torah. Obviously, Sneas dictates that there are certain things that have to be spoken about in an extremely sensitive way. Well, they have to be spoken about. And things that in the past we imagined were somehow given over Mipela Ozen from the mouth of a father to the ear of a son. We can no longer assume that that's the case. And many of us are at a loss of of what to speak about and how to speak whether to speak so there's a significant percentage that's just chicken out that don't talk about it at all and figure that I manage and they'll manage well they're not managing not sure that we did either <clears throat> but they're certainly not managing because things have changed for whatever reason things have changed and this is the Avodah before Mashiach comes to be honest to be open and to talk about the sugi of Yosef HaTzadik, this avodah of Shmiras Habriz, Kedusha Sainayim, Shmiras Hamoach, the mind, the eyes of a Jew. And in Mitzvah, this year we're going to be talking a lot about the sugi itself in Halacha. We're going to talk about it in Halacha. What's the meaning of Shmiras Habriz in Halacha? <coughs> and what the avodah entails. Last year, we began began talking about the communication between a father and a son, between a parent and a child. Because in order for us to be able to in order for us to be able to reach the young man, we have to know what's on his mind. We have to try to understand what he's thinking about, what he's struggling with. Either we have forgotten ourselves or we are continuing to hide from certain issues that were not spoken about in yeshiva and we didn't talk about, most of us didn't talk about in in the home. So really, the avod is navodah bin arenu bis keneinu neilech. It's not just how to help our children, it's how to help ourselves. It's dealing with certain things that we never really dealt with. When I say that we never dealt with, we might have dealt with psychologically, tried to contend with emotionally, but what does Kodesh Baruch want? And there's people who, are, who care about Torah mitzvahs, who love HaKadosh Baruch 
and who want to serve him, and who love our children, and we want our children to grow up healthy and strong Jews, committed Jews. So we can't hide anymore. We have to talk. And it's very gratifying to me because even though we just started, we just began to talk a little bit about it. There have been so many fathers, so many of the Hever already told me that they're trying to work with the boys, talk to the boys, and open up a channel, a line of communication. <coughs> so before we get to the to the actual Indian of Shmir's Habris, the bris, <coughs> what that bris is, and how to guard the bris, so that our our sons understand and that we understand what is it that we're guarding. It's not just a matter of self-control, or this is bad, or nice boys don't do this. To understand in a positive and holy way, what Gashbaruch who gave us a gift of this bris, of what the bris means with him. And why is it, and how is it, that the bris is expressed davkid through the shmir, through guarding ourselves in Kedusha, and the whole avoda of Kedusha said bris. It's a tremendous thing. It's a big, big sugi and tari in Yiddishkeit. So we need to spend a, a, a little bit more time just understanding, talking about the kids and our relationship with them so that we can actually have these conversations. The Tachla says that we should be able to talk to them and learn with them this Indian and not to be embarrassed, but to learn it the same way that we would learn Bavakam and Bavabasu, the same way that we would learn Chumashashi. We have to learn. It's about learning Torah. Now, this dating the Dvahasha. We were up to, before the summer, we were just up to the Indian of Hatsovas Gvulam or Gvulais, which means we were talking a lot about the desperate need that the young man has, the Nar, has to find himself, to express himself. To free himself of the shibudim of what other people think, what other people have to say. There's a tremendous, tremendous chuka longing that the nah that the young man has to find himself, to be himself, to express himself. And we must, we absolutely must allow. <coughs> The Nair, we must allow the young man to exercise that freedom and to flex his intellectual, emotional, and even his physical muscles. We must allow him to do that. At the same time, you all know there's an expression by the nations of the world that the, we have to be careful not to let the inmates run the asylum. So, while we acknowledge, understand, we recognize the importance of the child's independence and his need to be himself. At the same time, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is not telling us, Chas to be mafke the child, that it's hefke, and that we're done, and that we could just let the child go on his own. Clearly, Hashem wants us to be 
intimately involved, deeply involved. Because there needs to be a hashkacha and there needs to be a shmira. The boys are resisting that more and more nowadays. And maybe when they were, it used to be when they were 17, 18, 20, they would say, get off my case, or whatever the lotion was back in the 50s, 60s, 70s. Now that could start, you know, you can have like some nine-year-old little kid saying, get off my case. Or if he's not saying those words, he's saying it with his eyes as they roll around. Like, let, let me be, leave me alone. So in order to understand a little bit because it's a tremendous thing. It goes back to creation. What I'm talking about really now is the Sayyid HaTzimtzum. It's how Hashem created the world. And to deal with this properly in a deep way, we would have to talk a lot about some of these Shiroshim of creation, the roots of creation, because Hashem is is our Father, and He knows that we need space. And He gives us Bechirah He gives us the ability to choose. So He created the world in such a way where he constricted and held back his infinite light to make a space which is called the Chalal in the language of, of Taira, the Chalal the vacuum of the empty space in order that the world should be able to feel that it, it can grow, can choose so Hashem had to hide his infinite light because Hashem's infinite light suffocates us, destroys us. We can't grow. We can't choose. We can't become. There's no tachlis to such a life. Hashem has malachim, has neshamas and shamayim. That's not the point of creation. So in order for creation to take place, Hashem had to conceal his infinite light. And we're learning about this in the Chassidish Yom of Shabbos, that that concealment of the infinite light of Hashem doesn't mean that he has walked away. Chas Hashem hasn't walked away. There is no place without God. I discovered when I was older that in my life there was no place where my father wasn't. Meaning he knew everywhere that I was. I didn't know at the time. He knew everything that I was up to. He knew everything that I was doing. But he never ever let on that he knew. Only afterwards he said, by the way, I, I know you, you know, you were on Union Turnpike and uh, Hey Shvat and uh, your car was parked in the back of the drugstore. <laughs> you know. How'd you know that? <laughs> I have my ways. <laughs> That's ways without Z-E, not the ways. <laughs> so, the Chachmah of that, the Chachmah of that is that there was a light but the light is constricted and held back. And you feel that you're you feel that you're free. You feel that it's all your decision. You feel that everything's up to you. But Bahamas, Bahamas, lace us upon me, there's no place without God. Everything is alokus. So in order to create the world, Hashem Baruch hid his light. To allow us to find our own light. That's really exactly what parenting is about. How to, ha- how to hide our light in order to give room for our children to shine with their own light. But at the same time, never ever to disappear. Never to abandon ship. 
Never. And those who have learned the Indian of Tzimtzum know the meaning of the Chalalaponui and the Kav without going into any Kabbalistic things. It's not for now. <coughs> Hashem revealed this in a very clear way. When He gave us the Torah. Because before before he gave us the Torah, there were these three strange days that are called the Shleshi Sameh Hagbala. Which nowadays just means we don't say Tachlan for a couple extra days. That's what it means to us. But it was a big thing back then when it happened. The Shleshi Sameh Hagbala, the three days of Hagbala. Now Hagbala is from the word Gvul. That's what we're talking about. Borders, limits, boundaries. To be able to say to a kid, I understand your need for that technology. I understand, and I know, I know every single one of your friends. I know, I, I get it. I know that that's what the world is about. You're like, you know, you're behind with the times. I understand you have a need for those, for the, for those, uh, for those gadgets. I understand you have a need to connect. I know what's, I heard what's out there, and the, and the kids have to see that we are up-to-date with what's out there. We understand what they're contending with. But at the same time, I exercise the right to be able to tell you that not everything that is out there is for you. And even when you do use these, these tools, you do use these things, the technology, how to use it, when to use it. And I exercise my right as a parent to say, not by way of command, but in conversation and discussion that you should understand that a Jew lives with Hagbalas, with Gvulim, with borders, with boundaries, with limits. But we have to explain to our children why there are limits, why there are Gvulim. When Hashem gave us the Torah, so we had the Shoshis Mahagbalim. Those three days of Hagbalim, the Torah tells us about specific things that were done during that time or not done we're not allowed and the truth is Hashem revealed when he gave us the Torah that there's a whole avoid in Yiddishkeit that's called the avoid of Hagbala of Hatsovas Gulen borders boundaries and limitations and that avoid that Rashi explains Rashi says over there Atam Achitzala that Hashem said to Moshe Rabbeinu, Atom Mechitzala Moshe, you have a place where you can go. There's a Mechitzala Atzmacha. In other words, you have your area, your domain, your Mechitza. Atom Mechitzala Atzmacha. Va'aren Mechitzala Atzmacha. Rashi says. Va'aren Mechitzala Atzmacha. Na'aren, you're not Moshe Rabbeinu, you're Gewaldig, but Aaron, you have a Mechitza the thing that every one of us has heard from uh, from our teenage children is everybody's doing this right everybody's Moshe is Aaron is he has his and the Kahanim have a in other words there are certain places where the Kahanim can go and other Jews can't go. By Harsinai, by the Besamekdish, 
There are certain places where the Kahanim can go, and you could you could scream and cry from Hot Biz Morgan, why can't I go? I'd like to see that. I'd like to go there. Why is it to the, why is it to him Kippur? Why are they only singing Mara Kain for him? I'd like it should be Mara Moshe, you know. I'd like to go into the Kodesh Kedoshim, just check it out, to see what's going on over there. So the Bani Shalom, when he gave us the Torah, said, Kahanam The Kahanam can go to certain places, not where Moshe Rabbeinu went, but the Kahanam can go to certain places where regular people can't go. It's Mechitz La'atzma. So at the very beginning, when the Torah was given, it was given with a kviyas tchumim, tchumim, boundaries. A creation, tchum samti, that Hashem made a tchum, ayi erev, ayi boike, chayshech, or laila, yom, kviyas tchumim. And it's very hard for the kids because the nature of a child and the instinct of a child rebels against tchumah, against boundaries. Beteva, and it's very healthy, it's very good. Beteva, children want to be free. They don't want to be tchum. The second you say to a kid, you can't go there, he starts to think of ways to go there. The second the Barishalim said to us, you can't do this. This is an Aveira. We become more interested in it. It's the nature of a child. The curiosity, the excitement. Tchumim is something which is very much not in the nature of a child. And the whole life of Torah. All of Torah and all of mitzvahs is about simtsumim. From the time that they're little, we tell the kid, no, 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 that's not, the ni- that's not a nice way to talk. Don't say that. No, 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 we don't go to these places. No, 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 we don't read those books. So the kid comes to the library, take the kid to the public library, and he sees everybody, all, all the people that are draining around in all of the bookcases, and you say to the kid, you have the first third of one shelf. <laughs> this is your section. Like, you have certain guys and they walk into the clothing store, so you see like a million suits, but you're like a little bit of a, could be like you're a little bit too big in one direction, you know, something like that. So the guy says, okay, you, you have like these four suits. <laughs> <laughs> this is your section, right? So I'm a, like, it's like the store's like a whole big thing here, like a, a million suits, and I like them, you know, they're all kinds of different, no, no, you have four suits. That's it. So our kids feel that way. Like the world is big, the world is a gewaldic, and then and then the rebbe comes along and the father comes along and says, "No, no, these are four books you could choose from." And the mother's standing, of course, on the side and saying, hey, "Maybe five, <laughs> right?" And they were saying to the rest, "I said four. <laughs> and the kid feels that simsuma the unbelievable consumum of, of halacha, of Yiddishkeit, which we already take for granted. Shabbos, we know, we know, because we, we're already older, so you don't do this, you don't do that. You see what's going on now? I mean, I've heard about this, I never actually saw this, but with the kids that are coming from Shabbos, Shabbos homes, that are texting on Shabbos, this is not Agadatah, this is Mitzvah. There are kids, I've heard that there are many, I don't know if there's any way to know any numbers, but 
teachers and Rebbeim have told me that they're talking to kids and that this is something which in certain circles the kids are already saying it's a poshut that I can't hold back from that in other words you made a certain tchum whatever who God was I don't, God did that and the rabbis they made some kind of a tchum and I can't hold myself back from the from, from the phone I can't hold myself back I, in other words I have to violate that tchum I'll keep the one of Alpai Mahamas. I don't care about that. I'm not. I don't need to walk to the Boston or anything. But, but I, but I'm not keeping this tchum that says no, no texting on Shabbos. That's, that's past my. You know, I can't. That's, I, I, that's too much. I can't do that. So all the Yiddishkeit that they're hearing to them, even though you try to say, Yiddishkeit is beautiful and, and it's wonderful and. There's so many beautiful mitzvahs and so on. To the child, it means one thing. Low. Low. No. You can't. And he's right. He's right. Yiddishkeit is about tchumim and mechitzes and simsumim. If that's all it is, we're going to lose that. That's what we're going to be talking about. If the kid feels that that's what it is, that's the whole Yiddishkeit. It's just tchumim and tzimtzumim. Then we, then they're finished. They, they can go on copying and imitating for a while, and even Talon and Tuan, but Bahamas, they're finished. We walk around, we see from people, now a lot of them, they were finished when they were five, six years old, they were finished. I mean, they're still saying the words, and they're still uh, going to shul, but they're finished. Then nowadays, the kids are much more honest than we were, and they're not as afraid of hurting their parents and grandparents. So they, when they're finished, they just said, like, they just walk away from it. When we felt finished years ago, we we kept on doing stuff. But nowadays, the kids, even after they're finished, they, they, the kids, when they're finished, they say, I'm finished. Not all of them, but many of them say, I'm finished. And I'm done. Gamar. There's a wonderful mother from the from the Hever that was telling me that, that a married daughter just decided like to take off her shaitl. Not to put on a tichel, you understand. <laughs> to take off her hand covering. She's a married, a married woman. She said, uh, "I don't, I don't, I don't feel it anymore, and uh, I'm not doing it." Now, in the old days, when you didn't feel it, you just did it. But nowadays, there's a lot more honesty, and there's a lot more pain, and and therefore, there's much more of it that's happening. That uh, this married woman just says, "I've had," and she takes off her shape. <coughs> you know, it's an amazing thing. The Chazal tell us, Chazal tell us that in the Seder of the Geiris of the conversion of Rus, Yivamis and Daphne Mzayinim are days. So that's the most inspiring story of how Rus joined us. From there we have David Malka Mashiach, Malchus Best David Mashiach. And Rus, Elokai Chelokai. Amech Ami, Elokai Chelokai. Your God is my God, your people are my people. It's the most inspiring thing in the world. And every gear to this day is the most inspiring person. So they made that choice to enter into a world of Tzimtzum and Gulam. And now kids can't understand. I mean, you could do everything you wanted. You, got, you can get every suit in the store. Yeah. You can get every restaurant on the street. Yeah. And you decided, you decided to, to join us and to come into the, like the, the Tzimtzum, to enter into the, 
into the constriction, into the smallness, you entered into that place by choice. So the Gemara there says in Yavamas that that in the Seder of Geirus, everybody knows that in the Seder of Geirus, what's required, one of the one of the things that's required in the Seder of Geirus is Kabbalah's HaMitzvahs. Is to accept upon oneself mitzvahs. The Rais and the Rabbanon. Now there's tremendous, tremendous controversy regarding Geirus these days, especially in Israel, and especially because of the uh, large amount of, of Russian Cheva that came and what's their status and of Jews from other parts of the world and we want to be Makara of them on the other hand can there be a Geiris without Kabbalah Samitzvahs uh, these are big subjects in Allah it's not for now but what's fascinating in the Gemara there is that Rus accepted upon himself Tchum Shabbos in other words there are 613 Mitzvahs and there's tons of Jerobonans. But in the Seda of Geiris, what's, what's singled out is that, is that Rus agreed to accept that as a Jewish woman, she is not allowed to walk beyond the Tchum Shabbos. She has to remain within the Shabbos boundaries. So there's some talk about this. I mean, there's so many other the big mitzvahs. Tchumen. So we understand that that Kabbalah on the part of Rus, that she accepts Tchumen, is not just talking about the Tchum Shabbos, which is one of the easier things in Yiddishkeit. When she accepted, when she accepted the Tchumen, it means that she accepted a life of limitations, of tzimtzum. She accepted a life where she would no longer be able to go where she instinctively was going until that time. And Chazal and the Medrash actually use such a lotion that you understand that you can't go to the batyatirtos, the theaters that you used to go to. Do you understand that? that you can't go to the kikasos, the circuses, and other places that you were going to until now. Do you understand that? Do you accept that? Because to be a Jew means that there are places you can't go. And when you weren't Jewish, for the most part, you can go where you like. Now you can't go. So it's not the Kabbalah's Hamitzvah of Rus, and when Tchumim was singled out, that she accepts the din of Tchum Shabbos. It's not just talking about the Tchum. Is talking about a life of tzimtzum. We've spoken about this in the past, that the word chum is the oisius chaysam, like a gmar chasim ataiva. Tchum is the oisius chaysam, because chaysam means a seal, when something is sealed and closed. The whole Indian of Shemir's Habris is the chaysam, the oisbris kardish is the chaysam, the seal. That seals a Jew in a bris with Hashem's blood. It's the meaning of Neila. The Chaisim, the Chasim and Neila means to lock, to close in. Lin ol et adelet, to close, to lock. The Chasim. The Chaisim is the Tchum of the Jew, is the Chaisim of the bris Kaidish. 
So when Rus accepted Tchum, she wasn't just saying, I'm not going to take a, a walk to pass the Tchum on, on Shabbos, which most of us in the city, we never, we never even see that put into use. If you go to the country, you have to know where exactly you go. It's not something which uh, is the most common thing that we have to be afraid of. Of course, in the old days, it was very, very common. Wide open space. But what Rus was saying is that she understands that the essence of Yiddishkeit is Moshe Mechitza La'atzma. Aaron is Mechitza La'atzma. A life of Mechitzas. <coughs> In the Kutum Aran Tinyana, Tikwa Muna, Tinyana Simen Hay. It's a it's a long, amazing simon. But in simon hey, ice zai, Steve zai. <coughs> Rabbi Nachman is talking here about film. And the name Shindalad Yud. That of course is formed with the Tfilim. And the Shindaladyud of the Tfilim, the Shindaladyud that we have on our mezuzahs, entering in our homes, telling us that this is a place, <coughs> this is a Tchum, the home, what comes into the home, what to allow in the home, what not to allow in the home. <coughs> so Menachman says, Shindaladyud shall Tfilim, Zebuchinus at Simpson. If you have a chance, you'll take a look on your own. Tinyana hey, ois zayin. I mean, it's a part of the long tire. Shindal yud shel tefillin zabachinus at simsum. Simsum. Constriction, limitations. Shetzor kol echad v'echad letzamtzim es moichay v'sichlay. It's not just what we do that requires tchumen. It's how we think. This is something that we're going to be talking a lot about. Because obviously, in order for there to be Shmiris Abriz, one has to know how to guard his thoughts, to guard the eyes, to guard the, to guard the thoughts. The Tilm Sharaish is Ben Einecha. And why is it that the Torah words it in such a way? Because every one of us knows that if you put it between your eyes, you're not Yoytzeh. The eyes, Shmiris Ha'inai. Shmiras Hamachshavas. Even people who are careful not to go past the Tchum Shabbos, they don't know that there's Bechlal, like uh, places you can't go in your head. Even when you're sitting by yourself, you're not going anywhere. There are places where a Jewish mind doesn't go. There's a Tchum. There are Mechitzas. So the Tfilim is that Indian. Of course, we're not going to the whole thing here. But Tfilin is that Indian of Shindalad Yud. Shindalad Yud is Sha'omala Ilama Wat? Dahi. Every person has a world, a world of thoughts, feelings. When Hashem created the world, again, the infinite light would have gone on and on and on. There'd be no world. But Hashem said, Dai Adkan. And He gave us the ability to control ourselves. To say to our thoughts, die. 
must speak. Don't go. Don't go any further. Stay here. The film. The beginning had sense. She saw a large vessel at some time as much as a Rebbe Nachman says that a Jew has to know how to be mitzamtzem as moicha v'sichlach. How to keep his mind inside the tchum. How to be mitzamtzem his thoughts. Shlola aniyech as amarach lotzeis chutz l'gvul sheyeshla. Not to allow the mind to venture beyond the gvul, the borders, the boundaries. Whereas in the world, the highest ideal is to be an op- to have an open mind. Everyone right now here in this Bismedrish, to the world, we're all considered to be closed-minded people. And that is seen as a very, very... It's seen as a very embarrassing and degrading thing in the world, that a person should be closed-minded, that his mind should have borders, his mind should be closed. The world admires free thinkers to think freely for a person's thoughts to go anywhere. The Indian of Tefillin, which we're going to be talking a lot because it has to do with the Oisbis Kaidish Tefillin. The Indian of Tefillin, Rabbi Nachman explains, that a Jew has to know how to be metzamtzem moiche v'sechle. Shlo l'aniyeches ha-moch lotzeh z'chus l'gvul sh'yesh lo. Shlo yeh m'shoytet ha-moch v'mesh ha-en l'vashus l'fim ha-drigosa. That the mind shouldn't be sailing off and wandering around where that person's mind should not go. They're different madrigas of people. There are things that are beyond you. And don't seek them out. They're not for you. Don't go there. Don't think about it. There are things that are that are hidden, that are covered, and don't investigate. This is the name of Hashem, Shin Dalad Yud. Constricting and holding back. So on the one hand, we're going to be talking about how as parents, we have to be mitzamtzim, we have to hold back our light in order to allow the child to be able to have room and space. The child is told that he has to hold back his light in order to have free choice. True free choice, which we're going to talk about, to make mature choices. He has to be mitzamsim. They have to be tchumim in his life. His parents, we have to teach our children to respect their borders. Our children are looking at us. And our children are wondering about us. And even if they don't say this, they're thinking about it all the time. My father's telling me every single minute that I have to have tchumim. What are my father's tchumim? My father says to me that I have to be able to control my use of my phone. My father seems to be attached to his. I can barely have five minutes with the guy. 
He's all the time joining around on his phone. So we're going to have to talk about this. The children are taking the accused from us. We're telling them that there's an Indian, there's an avoider of Hagbalah, of Tzimtzum, of Shmir Seinaim, Shmir Samach, Shmir Sabris. And they're watching us. They're taking the accused from their fathers, the boys. The girls more with their mothers, but the boys are taking the accused from their fathers. Oh, <clears throat> do they see us as people who are careful with our borders? What's coming out from our mouth is at the Shabbos table. What happens to a boy who somehow discovers something on his father's computer or his father's phone? My father's telling me that I have to respect the Tchumen. And my father is in violation of the Tchumen. He himself doesn't live in a Tchum. The same Tchum that he's telling me is so important for my health. So you can give this, you can give a shmuz about how when you'll be older you'll understand, but it's already profound. Because he knows that when he'll be older, he will understand. He'll understand that his father is a hypocrite. He'll understand that his father gave speeches about how I love you more than anything, but his father couldn't give up anything for the one who he loves more than anything. They're very smart. So, Kviyas Trumim, Rabbi Nachman says, extends beyond the do's and don'ts, the mind. That's what all that we're talking about is Simpson. As Chazal say, we mentioned before, the name Shindal Yud means that die. There's enough, each, each thing that exists, each person has enough elokus, enough light. But it's a it's a lotion that means to hold back. Every one of us has a gvul. Now the children can be taught that there are certain gvulim that parents can go to because of their life's experiences. And at, at this point in your life, you can't go to that place. You can't go to that place. Your parents can't. That's that's already a sensitive subject. We'll get to it much more later on. Children are very black and white. They don't see such chilukim. You say, I can go, you can't go. How come you can go and I can't go? Well, we're, we're adults. She also left b'sichlo kimat ha'gvul. Lo yosef. He kol echad v'echad yesh lo gvul v'tzimtzum b'sichlo lefi erkam. And he brings the shalashis me'hagbalim. He brings from Kabbalah Satar. Where it says, Pen Because people felt, why could Moshe Rabbeinu go over there? I can't go. So even in Kedusha, why is Moshe Rabbeinu allowed to go? I want to go. How come Aaron can go over there? I can't go. How come the Kahanim can go and I can't go? So the Torah says in a very strong way, Pen The word Yeherasu, to rush up, is a lotion of Laharos. What does it mean, Laharos? To destroy, to ruin. Because if you go outside your Gvul, if you go, if you try to push beyond the gvul, like the ma'apilim, that they wanted to run to Echisel when we were in the Midbar, and Hashem said, you're not going to Echisel now, and they said, well, we're going. So you get destroyed. That's what happened to them. They, they got killed. 
v'samticha benikras hatzur. Hanemah b'moisha be'isha zorch eliris lahasig masha hisig. Because you know Moshe Rabbeinu also wanted to go weiter. Moshe Rabbeinu, when he was in Eisr Olsen, Moshe Rabbeinu said, "This is my opportunity. I want to be able to get past my gvul." Moshe Rabbeinu wanted to go beyond his gvul. He wanted to. He wanted to keep on going. And it says in Chumash, "V'samticha b'nikras hatzur." No, no, no. You stay over here inside this cleft of the rock of the mountain. Because Moshe Rabbeinu was hiring us kvedach. I want to see more. I want to see. I want to be able to go beyond. And Hashem said, "No." You're also a niver. You're also not me. And you and therefore you have Tsimtsumim. Hashem's Bach says I'm also Mitzamsim. You have to be Mitzamsim. Hanamba Mesha Besha Zochilira Salahasik Mashahisi. Hainu Shaftiha Hashem's Bach Lahogan Alov. She and Nista Benikrasatsur. Hainu Bhinas Simsum Shalyatsa Mark Lashote Chutzla Gvul Shahila. How do we raise children? that are able to laugh and to be happy and to be normal while living the Nikras Hatsur in the cleft, in the cave of the, of the mountain. The Nikras Hatsur. That's a tremendous chachma. How to raise happy people who feel that they're alive. <coughs> who feel that they're alive even though they're the Nikras Hatsur. And even Marie Sherbain was told, you stop over here. Sorry. This is the avoda of Hatsovas Gvulam, of Hagbola. The avoda of Hagbola. The secret here, in which we're going to continue with the Mitzvah next week, the secret here is hidden in the side of the menorah, the menorah in the Besamikdash. But there, the Torah says, Bahaloischa Esaneris, Lahalois Ne'er Tomid. And Chazal say, that means that the wicks, everything is prepared, and the human being is told to ignite, <coughs> to set it on fire. But but the fire has to be able to ascend on its own. So on the one hand, you're telling me, Rabbi Yishon, to prepare the candles, to get everything set up, to get everything ready. Ma'alois chasaneiros that the mitzvah is to light the psil, the wick. Ad shetehei shall have us shoylemei aleha. Ad shetehei shall have us oylemei aleha. Just to start it, but to allow the flame to be able to burn on its own, to ascend on its own. That's ma'alois chasaneiros, and that is exactly the avoda of raising children and ourselves. It's a very, very delicate thing to ignite something in a child, to light something, and then for the parent to be able to step back, to remember Samson himself, to be patient and to allow the flame to ascend on its own. But always standing there on the side, like when Moshe Rebbe was put into the basket and she was standing on the side. Bahalois of Saneris means that the Avoid of Tzimtzum says that there are certain inyanim that are not negotiable, that our children have to hear from us, that these are tchumim in your life, these are boundaries that you can't violate. And if you go past that place, you're going to fall off the side of the mountain. Those are big, big things. And the children have to hear them from us, and we have to talk about them. On the other hand, 
the child has to has to hear those things while feeling that he's essentially essentially burning on his own that my father lit something but he trusts me he loves me and he trusts me to be able to find my way with what he's given me and to ascend on my own that's the side of the tachlis is that our children should be able to ascend on their own and what do we as parents give them and what do we tell them is good and bad when do we reprimand when do we rebuke when do we say no <clears throat> so that it will be that it will be an eish tamid it will be a ner tamid lahal is that it will be able to ascend and to burn on its own but if a child feels that every single second my parents are standing next to me guarding the flame and standing there with the with the, with the, with the match and putting out this fire and lighting this fire so then we haven't been able to we're not successful as parents then at best they'll copy and they'll imitate until they're free of our Ashgacha and the second that they're finished with us they'll run away they don't have anything to do maybe with us they'll have to do but they don't have anything with it to do with the things that we've told them and the last thing in the world that they care about would be the Tchumim that we've established for them so our job is a job of Tzimtzum of Baalois HaSaneiros Ashetesh Alhevis how to do that is what we're going to be talking about to work on some of the Nakudas because that's the Avod of Tzimtzum and that's what we're trying to teach the children of how to hold back we have to ourselves learn this Avod of holding back we should be zoichet that our children should burn with a fire that's real, that's deep, that's their own, but has our signatures on it. And we should be zoichet to have nachas from each and every one. Amen. Amen.